Do you wonder if others are dealing with the same project management challenges as you? Not sure where to turn for guidance and leadership? Office Hours are in session as we discuss project management and PMOs with global leaders, hearing their story and learning their secrets to success. Our goal is to empower you and help you elevate your PMO and project management career to new heights. Welcome back to Project Management Office Hours with your host, PMO Joe. Welcome, everyone, to Project Management Office Hours, the number one live project management radio show in the U.S., broadcasting to you from our Phoenix Business Radio X studios in Tempe, Arizona. I'm your host, PMO Joe, and for the next hour, we'll be talking project management. We're off hours. We're we're at a special time today because we have a special guest. I'm super excited for our show. We have our first guest joining us live from India, so I'm excited to share that conversation in a few minutes. Uh, Before we get into that, just a few announcements to make. Wanted to let everyone know I have a couple of upcoming speaking sessions that I'd invite all of you to attend on October 14th. I'll be speaking with the Northern Utah PMI chapter. October 24th will be the North Alabama PMI chapter for their Professional Development Day. And then November 13th is the Pittsburgh PMI chapter professional development day. So out there in the industry, spreading the word and uh, hoping that all of you can join. I love to get your feedback and get uh, insight into what you think about our sessions. Also here in the States, as we are inching closer to Veterans Day, I want to make everyone aware that uh, our nonprofit organization, VPMMA, the Veteran Project Manager Mentor Alliance, is holding our fall fundraiser the week of November 7th, which includes Veterans Day. And each day that week, we have a fun event planned. It's a run-walk fundraiser, and each day we'll be featuring one of the branches of military with some videos from some guests, uh, mentors, of course, in our program, mentees in our program, just got some confirmation today. We'll be getting some PMI involvement in that event as well. So super excited to include them and appreciate their support. And of course, as always, thank you to our sponsors, the PMO Squad. They're home of the purpose-driven PMO. Visit www.thepmosquad.com to learn how they can support your project management team uh, and your PMO and all of your delivery needs. Lastly, a reminder to everyone to visit projectmanagementofficehours.com to see all of our upcoming episodes and see uh, all the past episodes we've had, right? All the ones that you may have missed, great chance to catch up as uh, your home, binging TV, take a break from TV and listen to a bunch of podcasts. So with that, let's get to our guest today. Super excited to have Priya Patra join us. Thank you, Priya, for joining us from India. How exciting. Very exciting, Joe, and thank you so much for having me. Well, it's my pleasure, and and you and I had a chance to uh, connect a few months back just to get this all set up and organized, Um, and out of that came some additional networking opportunities that that we're going to talk about in more detail, but it's great to have you connecting the project management world the way you're doing, so I really appreciate that, and of course, I think in this COVID world we're living in, it would be remiss to not uh, mention, of course, obviously, India is going through some uh, high number of cases, of course, out there now. So our thoughts are with you and all your countrymen and women as you're battling through this right now. And glad to hear that you and your family are safe as well. Thank you, Joe. So if you could just 
take a moment here and say hello to our listeners and share a little bit about yourself so they get to know you a little better. Sure. So, hello everyone. My name is Priya Patra and I'm joining in from Mumbai, India. Just as Joe said. And a few minutes back, we were talking and we said, Joe, you're talking to the future. Yes, <laughs> I'm in October 2nd and Joe's still on October 1st. <laughs> and he asked me, do you want me to <laughs> wipe out something from the past? And I said, yes, please wipe out the virus. <laughs> so I, that's I the wish. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, so my name is Priya Patra and I'm an agile evangelist. Uh, and I'm a program manager as well. And I work, I work for Capture Night, but I do a lot of other activities as well, apart from my uh, job as a program manager. I uh, lead the Agile community of practice within that organization. It's just a virtual collaboration platform. Again, a community where people come together. I mean, like-minded, agile people come together or agilists come together to share their experiences, uh, their best practices, industry trends. If they've learned something new, they come and share those experiences. Uh, we have kind of a lot of game jams, some gaming activities also going on. And this is like a every week a virtual connect that happens on Wednesday, 4 to 5 p.m. ISD. And we being a global organization, we have a lot of people coming in, joining in from other countries as well, apart from India. I, uh, I'm also, uh, I've done some speaking engagements as well, uh, spoken for PMI Global Conferences so far. And um, I'm a social media enthusiast and I love to be active on social media. So I encourage you to come and you know, connect with me on social media and see what I'm doing right now. Uh, I've been uh, building a women community since uh, January 2000. And we started with face-to-face, we started with in-person connects. And as you know, coming March, uh, come March, everything went virtual and uh, uh, and that gave us an opportunity to connect with women all across the globe. And today we have like around 300 women in our LinkedIn as well as Facebook groups. So that's something that I'm working on. And uh, this is a very unique community, I would say. At least I feel it is unique because want, we don't say that you need to be an expert to join this community. We truly believe everyone has some unique skill. Like every cloud has a silver lining, right? And uh, that's why we say that being good enough is just amazing because I myself is just a good enough person. And, you know, with all the support that I got from the community and my mentors and my friends, I've been able to add some value, I think, to the uh, community as a whole. And that's when we say we power up, we build on, on each other's skills. Apart from that, I'm a project manager like everyone uh, is. And I'm a you know, a passionate volunteer with PMI. I also hold the uh, vice president outreach uh, position for the PMI Mumbai chapter. So, Well, all, all of that to me adds up to a whole lot more than you're just good enough, right? I, I've been following you on social media for a while and your contributions to our community are uh, invaluable, right? And and you've provided a voice. So you're not just good enough. You you are a leader uh, within the community and I'm honored to have you join us today. So thank you so much. Thank you, Joe. So let's dig into a couple of these topics that you had mentioned um, because to me, 
the women power up community that you were just referencing is so important, right? We've had several guests on our show, including Elise Stevens, of course, who does her celebrating women in project management series. And to be honest, as, um, as a male in this industry, until I heard some of these conversations, I, I just didn't know that there was a difference, right? That women didn't have the same um, opportunities that we did. So I didn't have that perspective. And once it was shared with me, it opened my eyes and I could appreciate it more. So now for you in creating this community, tell us a little bit more about the why, right? Why did you start that? And then and then we can dig into some of the benefits and, and how it's helping people. Yeah, so yeah, a lot has been said, uh, Joe, just as you rightly said, a few minutes back, under the presentation of women in the board role, leadership roles, right? There's a lot of research and a lot of discussion going on. I myself see a lot of diversity hiring happening to improve diversity within the organization, large organizations. To me, these are all external factors, right? We have to first look internal, and that's what I think it starts with you. If you if you know what you want and how to work towards it, no one can stop you from achieving that goal. And all you need is some support, some motivation, and some amount of skill refinement, I would say, not even, uh, you know, giving you the skills, but you already have it. Maybe you need a platform to voice that, or maybe you need a platform to showcase it, just as you are giving me a platform to do. And that's why we build that community. Here, what we do is that we encourage everyone to join. And uh, we have webinars every month, once a month, where we uh, invite an expert to talk about some leadership skill. We invite a new community member as well to present a webinar, their experience. That way we are encouraging them to polish their skills, improving their presentation skills, improving their way, giving them a platform to network and communicate with leaders and other members in the community. And that's the why. Start with yourself. How do you get yourself into the flow rather than, you know, just waiting. Yes, we are, you know, kind of underrepresented. Yes, people are working towards this, but what am I doing for myself? That is what we are talking about here. And we are saying that, yes, you are not alone. We are there with you. And although the name of the group is Women Power Up, we have some men also who are who have joined us and are encouraging us and are supporting us, helping us to collaborate with other large uh, communities so that we get that platform for our and as I think you had mentioned, this is international. It's not specific to just India. What other countries do you have, you know, members from what other countries are participating? Yeah, so we have um, from the U.S. Uh, just to let you know, we have been uh, uh, we have been trying, we have been collaborating with uh, one of our members, uh, who is the director in the Boston University uh, Agile Innovation Lab. And uh, we are looking towards communicating and collaborating with her as well as the lab to give some insights on what women in agile leadership, uh, what does corporate want, right, from people who are coming out of the university in the agile mode of working. So uh, that is one uh, country that I'm referring to, which is very prominent. Uh, we have people joining in from uh, the Europe. Uh, we have had people, uh, we have a very good advocate uh, for us from Bangladesh, and uh, she has been supporting us uh, long enough. 
joining our events, sharing her insights uh, as a panel. Uh, she's a single mother and she talks about how she has managed everything in the lockdown. So it is, and of course, from India. So there are many people who are joining in from India. We have women who have started the career at the age of one. Source of inspiration, right? And yeah. where in the age of 25, we kind of play back and say, oh, nothing's going to happen to me because, you know, no one is supporting me. And here we have a woman who's starting her career at the age of one. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, that's so amazing. Have, yeah. It's, it's global. And I'm so fortunate because of COVID, I was able to connect with so many women all across the globe. And they've shared their insights, how they have traversed their career, their education, how they've managed their family during lockdown to keep keep their kids productive. These are some of the things that we have been discussing in the last few months. So if, if people are interested, right, our listeners, I'm sure, will be interested based on this, how can they... Uh, join or get more information to, to be able to connect with everyone? Yeah, of course, you follow me with the hashtag #WePowerUp and uh, being good enough is amazing. And you will uh, find the links to join our groups. Uh, so there are two groups, a uh, LinkedIn group and a Facebook group. And we have a LinkedIn page as well. We just got started in January, as you said. Uh, but I'm seeing a lot of traction. I'm seeing a lot of support. And that is quite encouraging. So do join us from uh, through our LinkedIn groups and our Facebook groups, and I will share that also with you, so that you know it can be uh, put up on the site as well. Absolutely, well, it, it's great to to see that work that you're doing, and um, great to see that again. It's a international uh, objective, right? And that's what, of course what we're trying to do with the show. We've had several guests from the UK and Germany and Spain, Canada, Honduras. Australia, and uh, now India. And of course, we have uh, next year, we'll be getting our first guest from Africa when Billy Mwape joins us from Zambia. So we were chatting about Billy before we came on air today and the great job he did on his TED at PMI presentation uh, this week, or I guess it was last week. Uh, So great job, Billy, if you're listening uh, and can't wait to have you on our show in a few months. Uh, And the reason I bring up that international component, because you're also doing this PMI chapter exchange journey that you're on now. Help us understand what that's all about. Yeah, so yeah, I also hold a volunteer position with PMI Mumbai chapter as a vice president outreach. So as an outreach uh, person, right? And outreach is my natural uh, natural skill or that is something that I'm passionate about. I love connecting with people. So this is something which was very close to my heart. And uh, I thought, why not take advantage again of the COVID uh, rather than getting bogged down with what is not happening? Um, we try to reach out to uh, some chapters uh, because I've seen, right, since 2015, I've been doing, uh, they're doing voluntary volunteerism for PMI Global. And I've seen what kind of passion and what kind of dedication the chapter leaders bring to the table, right? And uh, we thought, uh, you know, why not bring all this passion together at some common point where we can co-create something, which is for all the members of the chapters participating. And that's how we started this PMI chapter exchange. I started with PMI Czech Republic and uh, we got together, we uh, did a combined event, a joint event, like it was a panel discussion on what skills do project managers need, would need in the COVID era, that was uh, way back in April. 
Um, and then we started slowly and steadily we started connecting with other chapter chapters across the globe. Uh, just to get uh, you know get their point of view and uh, the global perspective. COVID may be impacting us differently in India, but it may not be the same in all uh, in other small European countries where the population is very you know not that dense. And we saw there is a difference, right? And uh, while we were well, we are locked down for the last six months. Yeah, some industries have opened up, but we are still not going to work. Whereas small countries like Finland, when I was talking to them, I saw I heard that you know it, it's not so bad there. So people are going to office. Or wearing a mask maybe probably is not uh, you know mandatory there. Here it is mandatory. We are fine if you don't wear that. And you know the people are going on with their own uh, same way of living that they had before because the rate is less and they are uh, you know not so densely populated as uh, Mumbai or India would be. So those even the skills that we require like you know, to survive in the project in the COVID era, even there I saw a little difference that was coming in. People were talking about more about hybrid mode of working. Then here we were talking more about total remote way of working and how do we engage your team in such different environments. So those kind of cultural global perspectives we are getting through these events. And uh, only last week, um, uh, Joe, uh, not last week, September 24th. Yes, it was last week, I think. Um, Joe, uh, with your help, we were able to connect with Shane from the PMI Phoenix chapter. And, um, you know, we did a, he did a great job in engaging the Phoenix member, members as well in this global uh, platform. Uh, we talked about digital transformation in that uh, event. It was a book club. Uh, we got three bestsellers, um, two authors and one reader who came and spoke about digital transformation. Why, how, what digital transformation is, who is involved in it. And uh, we got very encouraging feedback. People said that, you know, it breaks the monotony. That's what, that's a feedback to quote. It breaks the monotony because it is a cross-cultural, uh, cross-country discussion that has happened. It was literally uh, traveling around the globe in 1.5 hours. That's what we said. Yeah, so different perspectives, different ways of working. It is a very, very enriching experience. How do you have time to sleep? I mean, all these oh. things that you're doing, it's just, it's crazy how much you do. Yeah, so uh, before the COVID, I used to spend, uh, say, two hours traveling, two hour, one hour to going to office, one hour coming back. <laughs> I have that two hours with me. And, uh, <clears throat> and switching has become a little easier for me now because, uh, you know, I'm at home, totally working from home. So, you know, I can take that small breaks in between. Today, for example, is a holiday for us in India. October 2nd, Gandhiji's, uh, you know, Mahatma Gandhi's birthday. And uh, so I have a lot of time today. So what will I do today? I have nowhere to go, right? <laughs> My kids are all grown up. What will I do? Yeah. So this is one of the things I'm engaging in. Okay. Well, what I love about this, right, is project management is an international profession, right? It, it, running a project, whether it's agile or traditional or a hybrid approach, how they do that in different countries, there's a common bond for how we do that. So it's great to see you connect with these other chapters because it is a, it's a universal language almost, right? We can talk WBS and critical path, right? We can speak a language that we all understand. 
and we have experiences that are similar, right? A, a project in the States and a project that you've done, we've all struggled with those, right? How did you engage stakeholders? How did you get a sponsor to be more active? How do you get a, a motivate a team member who's not participating the way they need to? So I, I love the fact that you're bringing these chapters together. You talk about around the world in an hour and a half. You had Phoenix and you had Mumbai. What were the, who were the other chapters that were in that session? Yeah, so uh, there are eight participating chapters, but trust me, uh, Joe, there were people joining in from Japan, from China, Far East, right? And uh, it's like 6.30 a.m. here, where, where, whereas it is like, um, what would I say, 11, 11 p.m. or midnight in Japan. So that's around the world I'm talking about. It's yeah. not chapters who are participating, but others who are supporting us. I, I have many chapters who say who say that we we are not going to participate right now, but we'll be part of it. We'll encourage our members to join. For example, PMI Malaysia, they are not participating chapters, but they you know uh, socialize this all across with their uh, you know members. People join in and they encourage us, and that's very encouraging, right? It's you're not participating yet, you have your members in. That means we are adding some little value there, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, and I, I see that on the radio show, right? Just announcing that you're going to be a guest. You know, I, I get flooded by people connecting with me on LinkedIn from <laughs> India, right? Because they want to connect with me because you're going to be on the show. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it, in the, a third of our audience is outside the U.S., right? I mean, it's nice to know that people are listening from around the world and they can because we're talking that universal language, right? And there's something that, uh, you know, which resonates with everyone. We are all facing the same problem, right? Today, no projects are in one country or in isolation. It has to connect with other projects, right, in an ecosystem. And that's why it's so, so very important that we understand each other's culture, be sensitive to their cultures as well. Well, uh, yeah, that's a, a great question. Uh, obviously, here in, in the U.S., you know, we're, familiar with our own internal culture, but even regionally, we have different cultures within in the States. And we've talked a little bit about this. When Dr. Kirzner was a guest on the show, we talked a little bit about different cultural influences. But you you get to see this more often than I do, both professionally within your job and then your, your side gig when you're doing all this other stuff, you're interacting with all these other countries. What are some of those cultural differences and challenges that we run into in different countries? So reading a book is a little different than actually being in that position, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. So, you know, when, uh, uh, for example, I've been working with Capgemini and, and with the North America group, which means all of my, uh, you know, customers are in the U.S. I'm used to this early days of working, early hours of working or, you know, late nights of working with them as well. So that is a different culture. And I've been used to that. Um, come along PMI chapter extent, I start interacting with, say, European countries, uh, say, you know, Far East. And then there I see, you know, what, what is different there. Uh, US still, I am aware, you know, what, uh, how they work and how they react to something. But other countries, well, I was like, you know, I thought I knew them well, reading books, but that was not the case. Some people, some culture, they, you know, expect to go slow. Yeah. And for me, I'm a little fast person. Being an agile evangelist, I need to see uh, results fast. And I truly believe that, you know, 
uh, do something, take feedback, work on it, and move forward. And that's how we built the PMI chapter exchange as well, rather than waiting for elaborate plans. And uh, we've seen some cultures who want to take it slow. And uh, they want to observe how this is progressing. They want to understand what value this will bring to their members before they even commit. So that's a cultural difference. That's okay. Uh, we understand that well. Uh, some people are on board. Phoenix, for example, the first day I spoke to Shane, he said, yeah, I'm on, on it because I understand. So that that's a different culture again. Again, we understand it. Some people, uh, you know, they will they will think twice about what value it will come to their members, whether they will be able to contribute. It's not that we want experts to come and contribute, right? It's a community. It's okay. Whatever you can contribute is fine. It's a voluntary activity. But they think, some people, they think it a little seriously. They think, yeah, I will uh, go to this community only when I can add that. So that, those are some of the differences that I have come across while I was talking to different chapters, getting them onboarded to this program. So it, it happens this way that, you know, the, we connect over the LinkedIn or when I put a post, people express interest. And then I talk to them, talk to the chapter president to get them on board. And that's where I come across the cultural differences. I do a little research before going there, but yeah, most of the time is uh, how, what you experience there. As an individual, it is a very, very enriching experience. And as people who have joined the program, I'm sure it is a different experience for them as well. Well, yeah, I mean, a fantastic opportunity because, you know, I'm here in Phoenix and frankly, uh, unless you're working with an offshore team that's in India, we're not going to have an opportunity to interact with international project managers or others. So this exchange connects them to the world, right? It, it, it's an amazing opportunity. And I hope you appreciate the impact you're making, right? For people, as you said, in Japan and other countries that weren't even members of those PMI chapters that were participating, you're yeah. touching everyone uh, with this and it's bringing benefit to everybody. Even the people who say, I don't know if I can add value right now. The reality is they may not be adding value, think they not, but we, the receivers of their participation, we would get value out of that, even if they didn't think they would. Right. right. And and that's maybe that's the, the, again, the different cultural components where we may be saying, yes, bring it. We, we will, we welcome you. We want to encourage you. And they may be more hesitant and resistant to joining until they feel they're ready. And one more thing, Joe, I wanted to add is the events that we create is like a project. You know, you plan it and we are doing that. We are planning it. We are taking inputs, collaborative inputs to different virtual collaboration tools. And it's an excellent case study, I will say, how you can leverage collaboration tools across continents, across cultures. Yeah. And uh, we've been doing this. And this is like five events that we have done so far. Sixth one is coming in October, October 31st. I encourage everyone to, you know, Watch this space and join our event and see how we are progressing. Give your feedback. But I'm saying that uh, the point that I was trying to make here is that it is a project on by itself. Every event is a project and it's a small deliverable. We are we do a retrospection. We take feedback from people on the fund retro and we improvise on that. And uh, hopefully we are improving as well because uh, we are seeing participation from China as well, as I said. And it's, it's too late uh, there. I mean, we are joining in uh, with, uh, you know, people say that you know, they have some, some language barrier or whatever it is, but still people are connecting. And that's quite encouraging. 
So as you were, were talking, one thing that, because I had commented that the 6.30 a.m. in Phoenix uh, was too early for me to join, but <laughs> I would I would love to catch the replay of that. Do we have access to the sessions? How can we get uh, to see these if we weren't able to attend when it was live? Of course we have. And uh, it is uh, on the Phoenix website, uh, Phoenix PMI Phoenix website already. Plus, uh, it's been shared to all the other chapters. Uh, it is on the PMI Mumbai YouTube channel as well. So, yeah. I mean, I can share the link. You can go ahead and look at it. Yeah, we'll connect and, with uh, Shane and, and see if we can, we'll get the link that what they have and make sure that locally here we can get that distributed. And of course, uh, for all of our guests, no matter where you're listening, uh, as you just said, right, the YouTube channel for the Mumbai chapter, uh, you've got access to that as well. Now, how about if I'm a chapter that hasn't participated yet? How do I get involved? How do I uh, become part of this party? It sounds like a lot of exchange and information, and I want to be part of that, right? What if you're in uh, Paris or, or Turkey or, or some other country? How do you get engaged with this? So PMI has a chapter collaboration platform that is ccp.pmi.org and we build a community out there. If you're a chapter leader, just go and access uh, a request for membership to that community. I am the creator. I will accept it and we'll be on board. It's just easy as that. So now, again, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I'm talking to a few different chapters uh, coming up throughout the rest of the year. And um, is this something that I should be mentioning to the different chapters? Hey, uh, we had great success out here in Phoenix. Why don't you connect with Priya and see if there's a, an interest? You know what, Joe, you took the words out of my mouth. When you were mentioning those you know, chapters, those events you were participating in, I had a strong urge to stop you right there and tell you, that, you know, can you connect me to them? But because you were you know, introducing these events, I didn't do that. Yes please go ahead and tell them to connect with me or through the ccp.pmi.org. Everyone is welcome. And just to let you know, uh, we are stopping uh, this PMI Chapter Exchange 1.0 in November because December and January will be a holiday. We will restart back again with 2.0 in February. All right. But well, you can do all the planning. Yeah. Just well, of course, right. you've, you have to, as you said, you're running it like a project, so you have to be planning. And, and what I'll do for those sessions is I'll actually just put a, a slide in the deck to, to talk about it and make sure that we spread the message out there. Even if the chapter doesn't want to participate, some of the individuals can attend. And, and I'm, again, I think everybody benefits from learning about cultures and perspectives around the world, right? So for me, I think it's fantastic. And I can send you that slide. So <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. That's one last thing I have to put together. So please do that. The other uh, thing that you had mentioned kind of at the beginning that I, I'd love that you're doing is another community building event is your Agile Community of Practice. What, what was the draw to build that, right? What, uh, again, I guess I, I always start with purpose, right? For me, I start with why. So I'm always intrigued when people are building communities to understand the why for what they did. So what was your why for the, the Community of Practice? Yeah, so that's a community which was there. I did not build it, but I kind of made it thrive, I would say that. Uh, It was there within the organization, 
and the person who was leading was leading the organization and he was he handed over the reins to me because i was an active member of the community and uh, when i joined that i saw it was a little complacent i used to have like probably a session once in two months some discussions once in once a month or something like that so uh, and why the why behind is why did i join that community because i wanted to improve my skills on it and i will tell you joe i was always a bad teacher i could never even speak up even in front of my parents i was so bad in school days and uh, after i joined that community i saw people speaking like you know they were coming and presenting i started hosting those events yeah? yeah like a webinar host and you know introducing the speakers etc and i started learning from them i was not in that. i didn't know anything about agile just a one course on csn just some basic but as i started joining all those sessions like people started coming and talking every wednesday i started gaining on my experience as well my presentation skills improved and then i started you know kind of that was a why behind why i joined that community and i so passionately started leading it because it was adding value to myself and then as i said we start with you first and then look uh, for uh, you know adding value to us it's like you on an airplane and they say put the oxygen mask first on your <laughs> your self before you go to help others and uh, the why behind us as i said it is just to, you know add learn more improve my presentation skills uh, my collaboration and networking skills and i think to some extent i have uh, achieved that you know so that was a why behind it and uh, obviously now it has become quite it is thriving uh, people are interested i've handed, handed over some of my delegated some of my activities to a group of core members we have well led process down there it is it is working fine now people join every week there are like 30 35 people joining for those sessions it's 4 to 5 pm isp so it is an internal session of course yeah uh, internal organization but we do in, invite in an industry experts to come and talk about their experiences as well so that is and every year we add something new you know enriching to the community uh we uh, this year we added something called bing jam so you take up a topic you add some quiz on that and people who join that session they take those quiz the leaderboard is displayed and at the end of the hour you get a leaderboard which is published on the community site as well as to the uh, emails and it's it's encouraging na huh? the way that you learn people uh, came to me saying they are taking the safe agilist exam so how can i revise or you know reinforce my knowledge how for a game jam on safe uh, essay right uh, the seven core competencies of safe yeah that's how we did it mm-hmm. and many people passed the exam 95% people passed the exam that's what this Yeah, and what we've learned from other guests on the show, right, is the majority of our learning happens in our youth. And what do our parents always tell us? Go play games, right? Go play. And play actually helps us learn. Uh, But as adults, we back away from play. And and that's what children do, right? We don't get to do that as adults. And I, again, I strongly encourage everybody to, to put more gamification and fun into our learning because that gives us an opportunity to not be so serious about it and the people who might be afraid to participate because they're they don't want to come across not knowing something or maybe be like you had said when you first started you were shy 
if you turn it into a game, everybody gets to participate and it, it's for fun, right? It's not being an evaluation that's being done. Um, and I love how it, it, I kind of pictured you running to the lights, right? The light was the ability to, to have this community that allowed you to shine afterwards. And, and, but leading up to that moment, prior to that, you said, I had, was a little soft-spoken and I, I didn't want to get in front of people and look how times have changed now. Right. And so <laughs> soft-spoken, yeah. I didn't want to come in front of people at all, always behind the curtains. Yeah. So that's how I was. Uh, but yes, um, this, I, it's opened up my personality. The community is an excellent opportunity to, to open yourself up. I think improve your knowledge, network, communicate. I believe in the power of community. Truly. Yeah, and, and surprise for me, speaking of community, just kind of off topic for a minute, where the PMO Global Awards has their conference coming up in in October through into November as well. And they have an online app uh, for everybody who's participating to go out there and, and join in some community discussions and, and get people's perspectives. And surprise, surprise, I saw a comment on there this week from Priya saying, hey, Joe. Uh, we'll see you in a, in a week or so. So again, community is everywhere. It's where we're willing to open and embrace to it. Yeah. So at, again, I strongly encourage everybody, as you did, at a place of work. It, it wasn't an outside event. It was within your own organization. How can we get together and how can we learn from each other, right? How can we have fun with it and how can we exchange ideas? And. I just, I encourage even junior team members to come and share their experience on their experiences on that platform because it's totally internal. No one is going to judge you. And once you, you know, share your experience, then you get the confidence to go outside and share as well. And that's how people shine. Uh, so I think it's an excellent opportunity. If you have not built any communities inside your organization, it is time to do that now. And this is immensely going to help you as well as your team members. That's what I can say. And Joe, you are doing a fantastic job of, you know, connecting the dots. You are bringing all business leaders together in your show. They're sharing their experiences. And I'm sure people are immensely you know, benefiting from these discussions. Well, we, we hope so, right? That's, <laughs> that's the purpose uh, for us. That's our why, right? Is to do just that, to empower people to deliver results uh, through mentoring, I, I shared with Elizabeth Heron on my last show uh, that I treat these almost like a mentoring session. I'm I'm the lucky one. Every other week, I get to sit and have an hour-long conversation with a leader from somewhere in the world, and I want to yeah. listen and take in as much as I can. I'm learning about today, right, talking with you about community, stepping outside your comfort zone, being okay and reaching across cultures and learning from others organizing around this global community and turning it into almost a local mindset. So much people are taking away from. So I'm the lucky one here. I just happen to <laughs> to be able to get in front of everybody. You know, it, I have to uh, say, and the first consulting gig I ever had after I started the PMO squad, two of my clients, Sandeep Natarajan and Sanjay Chatterjee, were obviously of Indian heritage. And they would always bring in food for us and they would, they would take me to lunches and they would teach me the uh, different holidays within India. Uh, so that was my kind of exposure to the Americanized version of, of India. What are some unique Indian traits, characteristics, heritage moments? What can you share with our audience that 
is uniquely Indian that I think uh, everybody would benefit from. Yeah, just, uh, just yesterday, I got a WhatsApp message from Dr. Lynn from South Africa. Okay. And she was saying that she plans to visit Mumbai because her nephew has is getting married to an Indian woman, young, beautiful Indian woman. And the first thing that comes to my mind, oh, uh, Dr. Lynn, welcome to India. And maybe we can catch up and I can invite you to my home for an Indian dinner. That is one kind of DSP. We usually, you know, welcome people. We try to show what we have, our culture. And Indian dinner, yes, of course, that is the must. And we will invite you to our homes and we will make it as personal as possible. That is one of the culture that, you know, trade, which comes up very prominently uh, in India. And um, we we want you to, uh, to experience the culture right at the roots rather than going to a hotel or a restaurant. We do that sometimes, but most of the time they will try to give you a home-cooked meal. That is one you, you will definitely enjoy. It will be spicy for you, though. But <laughs> no, no. Yes. I bring the spice. <laughs> I love the heat. Bring the heat for me. I love it. <laughs> and the next thing that uh, we uh, we do a lot of focus is on, uh, you know, on family. Of course, everyone does. But here we try to live in a joint family. We'll have cousins. We will have uncles, aunties all living together. And that's why we say it is so congested. So everyone is, if one person is infected, it's very difficult to you know, keep that person in quarantine. It is like an emotional downturn for us if we have to stay alone. So that's something that we truly cherish as a you know large family. It is a source of you know a lot of motivation, inspiration, learning as well. I myself I used to live with my cousins uh, and my uncles and aunties when I was like young. And I learned a lot from my cousins who were like very brilliant. And I, I told you, I was always a bad, big back venture, right? <laughs> and my cousins were all smart. They were all doctors and, you know, uh, chartered accountants. And they used to coach me. We never went outside for any studies or something. We have always had tutors at home. If my father was not able to, you know, guide me, my cousins would do that. So this is one, something which we cherish. It is, it is fading away a little, but yeah, still the roots are there. If, the, if my cousin will call me now, still I will run back to him and try to help him as much as possible. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And, and the community that I live in here, we're very close to a couple of Intel uh, factories and operations. And there's a, a large percentage of the employee base there is Indian. And they a bunch of them live in our neighborhood and the colors uh, at the holidays. That's the thing that strikes me as we're walking through the neighborhood. Uh, the colors that are always on display, the vibrant uh, different holidays. It, it just yeah. seems so inviting, right? It's fun. I want to, like, <laughs> I want to go over there and participate with everybody. Uh, so thank you for sharing a little bit about your Indian culture and heritage. I think that's important to, to understand as well. And uh, we say we have a festival every month. Some, someone or the other, you know, person is uh, celebrating a festival here in India. You know, state-wise festival, religion-wise festival, something or the other is there. It's a good occasion to buy new clothes and sales, <laughs> of course. <laughs> so. And and uh, the other that uh, I remember from my friend Sanjay was the weddings are just week-long events that are just in, insanely extravagant. If we think we have nice weddings here in the States, go to an Indian wedding. He He's told me some of the costs and the gifts and the meals and the parties. 
crazy. Right. The seven to eight uh, days long. And, uh, you know, every day we have a different uh, you know, theme or uh, now it has become theme wise, but some other other activities going on. And uh, it's it's wedding is not only for the bride and groom, it is for the families they get together. So that's how it is here. And this is a wedding, yeah. And it's too tiring for the bride and the groom. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. And and let's we'll, we'll bring it back to project management a little bit now. But I think it's important, right, as we bring on people from different uh, countries and cultures that we appreciate that. Because as I said, project management is a international profession. And I think we can appreciate that more. Um, and even when we see someone like Sunil Prashara right now as president of PMI, it's, uh, it's, I think it's opening the boundaries of project management and the work you're doing is breaking down those boundaries as well. So let's talk about project management in India, right? I mean, you have that opportunity to work uh, for an organization that gives you uh, view into different uh, cultures and the way projects are run. And, and we had talked a little bit about culture and projects more earlier, but is it similar in the sense of we're still, if it's an agile practice, we're doing two week sprints and we're doing retrospectives and is the traditional sense that we, that we practice here in the States common to what you get in India and across Asia? So uh, for me, project management is universal, but the type of teams you work with, you have to adapt, like a chameleon, right? They say, adapt your leadership style as well as you work with your different uh, team members. So uh, agile, yes, it is a big thing here. We are all into agile nowadays, but I'm not sure whether we are doing it right, (laughs) but that's a different thing. We have to mature. Difference, um, I would say, is the type of team that you're working with. The basics remains the same. I have seen uh, two extremes, the most traditional, the most uh, agile, as well as the hybrid mode of working. And it is what, and we truly believe it is what works for your project. For me, it is like, um, I've seen people who, you know, they think project managers are not required because we are totally agile. But then, that's not true. It takes some time for them to come and you know understand why project managers exactly require even in an agile environment. So that that is something that I see a change here. Where I, I think in the in the states probably we we have a little more focus on project management. Maybe because I'm with the PMI chapters and all, I see a lot of value given to the project management community there. Um, here. We are more moving towards agile and we are saying that no project management may not be required. But then I think with the COVID, we have realized how important project management is right now because uh, it was a nightmare. No amount of self-organizing team would have managed themselves so well. Right. So uh, that is a a fundamental difference that I see. Uh, Not much, uh, but it is... uh, you know, uh, it is there at the, uh, both the ends of the spectrum, um, I feel. And with COVID, I think things changed. We, uh, we will uh, now look into project management with a different time. So what are, it, we've talked a couple of times about COVID, uh, but we haven't addressed it directly. What, obviously, we're all dealing with it, and, and but we're all dealing it within our unique situation. What have you found? Uh, are some of the tips and tricks that maybe that you can share that have helped you 
work through it successfully that might help some others? So now when we started working from home, right? March 22nd, 2020. That's a Wow, you've got the day remembered. Oh man, it it just uh, changed my life forever. And uh, I will tell you too, in India, there is another thing which is very good. Uh, You get a lot of household help, right? You can, you know, have help for doing cleaning, cooking, everything. For 20 years, I did nothing at home. I just (laughs) went to office, worked there, came back home, took some calls till 10 p.m. in the night, had food and went to sleep, right? And with COVID, all that help was gone because every everyone was quarantined, right? Mm. And I had to manage everything on my own. And I would say totally on my own. Uh, my kids also helped me. My husband also helped me with the household work. But it was a huge, huge, huge change for me. And uh, while I started doing that, I realized all those joint pains that I was having all went away because I didn't go to the gym anymore to control my weight. Yes. So that is something which changed. In the workplace, first two weeks was a nightmare because uh, I was working all the time. Me being a manager, I had to manage this entire transition from office to home, right? With the help of the other leaders. It was a nightmare. I couldn't uh, manage it, uh, you know, well. I would say uh, working till midnight, getting up uh, in the middle of the night, anxious, you know, what's going to happen next uh, because of whatever reason, you know. But slowly and steadily, things started falling in place. And then I started taking up opportunity of this entire virtual world. Um, I started giving a lot of webinars in PMI chapters. I started with that, you know, and uh, because of which I know so many presidents across the globe, PMI chapter presidents. And uh, when we came up with the chapter exchange program, it was very easy for me to go and reconnect with them and get them on board. So that's something that I have leveraged and I think it's an opportunity. It was an opportunity for me. I, I, I've been able to speak in so many conferences now. Because I don't even have to travel. I don't need to spend money to go there, right? Yeah. And it's just like, get up. Yeah. And okay, what time is it? Like yesterday, I spoke in the PMI, PM Fair, PMI uh, Benelux Conference. It's a conference which is held by Belgium, Netherlands, and Luxembourg. And I don't think I would have been ever able to go there and, you know, present this, taking off from work and all. Here, I just took a two hours break from work and I could present that in that's been a big, big, big change for me. Uh, getting, becoming more self-independent, I would say not depend on others. And uh, to take care, take advantage of this virtual collaboration platform to connect with different people. Uh, go and go and present in multiple conferences. Learn from them and, you know, build this community. Yeah, that's great advice. And, and something I've I mentioned, of course, the the three conferences I have upcoming. Of course, I'm not traveling to any of those, right? I'm presenting from my office in my home. So that's great advice that we all should be doing that. And even if you're not present an actual presenter, all of these chapters are putting down these events that you can attend. Some are for free. Others are, are a nominal cost because expenses are low to host a virtual conference compared to an in-person conference strongly encourage everybody to get out there and start learning from the other uh, chapters and events that are ongoing. And then, boy, I thought I had it tough at home uh, with all, you know, my four kids staying at home for school. Um, But I didn't even think about the different uh, help, right, that people use in different cultures to assist them. And then 
having to, because they do the same thing, right? Sanjay would tell me all the time how he, he comes home from work and dinner's already made. They had hired somebody to help with the cooking and the cleaning. So I guess that is another uh, thing I hadn't really thought of, right? I mean, you now have more responsibility at the home you had to take care of, which can impact your job. Um, and I, I don't think everybody is thinking of those things, right? It's, and now it's okay, right? You, you finish a conference call, you go up and you do the laundry and you come downstairs, you have a lunch and you don't have to worry about an hour commute, right? So you have all of that time to be more productive during the day anyway. So we're getting close here to the, the wrap-up time. Uh, it's a, again, it still surprises me how quickly an hour goes by when we're chatting about stuff that uh, everybody is interested in. Um, I want to give you an opportunity, if there's anything we haven't touched on yet, or how people can get in touch with you or get engaged with the chapter exchange, uh, share anything you can for how people can connect and learn more about you or, or to get in touch with you. Yeah, the best way to connect with me is through LinkedIn because um, I am quite active there. And uh, so do connect with me on LinkedIn and you can search me with Priya Patra. And I think I'm the only one there. So please connect with me. Uh, we can uh, we can connect, collaborate, we can co-create. You can join our chapter exchange program or our women community. Or we can co-create to collaborate something different. That's also okay. So please, please, please do connect with me through the LinkedIn. And uh, of course, uh, you can follow me on Twitter as well uh, at, uh, with the handle at the red Priya Patra. And uh, follow me on those hashtags that uh, Joe has already uh, published in his uh, LinkedIn post. And you will see what's going on, what am I up to. And if you're interested in joining any initiative, you are welcome to do so. Well, again, thank you so much for joining us. And... Um... Also, great news that uh, I think it's, I'm probably going to mispronounce this, but Geovan, one of the most popular podcast platforms in India, and uh, we're now distributing to that platform. So everybody who couldn't listen to this live now will be able to get this podcast uh, on that platform. And of course, it's still on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all the others as well. So thank you so much, Priya, for joining us. It's been great to learn a little bit about some of our cultural differences and how, and, and more importantly, our cultural commonalities that we have with project management. Um, and then, of course, just learning how to deal with this COVID world. And most importantly, I think, community, right? And how we're not bound by borders within our, not just within our profession, but within our cultures. And I think it's important for us to build communities. And I applaud you for the multiple communities that you've got going on. So great job. And thank you for sharing that with our audience. And of course, thank you to our listeners, right? Without you, we don't have a show. And uh, so please go out and visit projectmanagementofficehours.com. There you get to see all of our past episodes and great content. And of course, all of our upcoming shows. Our next show will be featuring Peter Taylor. Uh, from the UK, and he's one of the finalists. I had mentioned uh, the PMO Global Awards coming up. He's one of the finalists for the PMO Influencer of the Year. I'm a little disappointed because I made the top 15 and I didn't make it to the finals, but congratulations to Peter, uh, and we wish him good on that. And then, of course, after that, we'll have Ben Aston joining from Canada. Jason Westland, the founder of ProjectManager.com, will be joining us. Cornelius Fickner will be joining from here in Tucson. Kieran Bondale from Canada, 
uh, finishes the year. And then we start next year, as I mentioned, with Billy Mwape from Africa. He'll be joining us live from Zambia. So really excited for that. A reminder that these shows are recorded, so please be sure to subscribe to Project Management Office Hours on all the different platforms I mentioned and leave us feedback, right? We'd love to hear what you think about our shows and different guest ideas that you would encourage us to have for next year. can't believe next year will be our fourth year doing the show, which is kind of crazy. Also, thank you to our sponsors, the PMO Squad. Go out and visit thepmosquad.com to learn more about the purpose-driven PMO and all of our project management services. So that's it for now. Office hours are closed. Until next time, I'm PMO Joe, and you've been listening to Project Management Office Hours. Thanks for listening to another episode of Project Management Office Hours with PMO Joe. You're not alone in your project management journey. We're here to help you achieve your goals. Subscribe to Project Management Office Hours on your favorite podcast platform to catch all of our episodes and hear industry leaders share their story and secrets to success. 